0: So today we're going to talk about what it feels like when your business doesn't seem to be doing as well as maybe it had before, or all of a sudden you're feeling like what you were doing or what you've done in the past or what's worked really well for you uh, in terms of, you know, attracting clients and making money that all of a sudden it feels like that's not working anymore. And the reason why we're talking about that today is because I am like hearing this from so many people, um, you know, in my like in my um, world, right? Whether that's like from my clients and or even from my colleagues, right? And even for myself, I've had this experience this year, the year of 2023, and I'm hearing this from a lot of other business owners and then I'm also hearing this from my actual clients. And I thought it would be really helpful to come in and talk about it because when it's happening to you, and this is what I one of the reasons why I, I think that a lot of the, the fans of the show, whatever, I don't want to call you fans, but you know, the people who listen to the show, um, you guys, one of the things that you tell me and that I also know from my clients of why people want to work with me, why people want to listen to the show, is because I make them feel, I make you feel uh, better about what could be something that you might be, like, if you were just, like, by yourself having the experience of, you know, uh, things that used to work in your business and no longer working, or all of a sudden you're experiencing, like, a real kind of slow down or lull uh, in just the feeling of momentum or energy or client, you know, new clients making money, if you were just having that experience alone, like in a bubble, like if you were just isolated and having that experience, I think that it would be really easy for you to um, maybe just like, you know throw in the towel, right? You you might even quit. You might say, "Forget it. My business went in the wrong direction. It used to be going this way, and now it went this way, and that's a sign that um, it, that it, that I shouldn't do it anymore, right? Like if you were just really trying to go it alone. Um that could happen. And one of the things that I, you know, really pride myself on as a as a business coach, as a a visible Um, you know, audible (laughs) person who's bothering to put my voice out there and to, you know, have a a powerful message and to be a thought leader and to really, you know, like be um, in the the space here. One of the things that I pride myself on is that I like to be really transparent and I like to uh, be really down to earth. And I really, I've always felt, That my role in the industry, like what actually made me become a business coach to begin with was hearing from so many people um, that they or look around at what other people seem to be, you know, having all the success they're having, all the money they're making, all the clients they're having, like this fabulousness around them. We're seeing them, you know, putting out challenges and workshops and masterclasses and a group program and this and that and having millions of offers. um, And, and, you know, the way they appear on social media is that they're just killing it all the time. And, you know, the money is just rolling in and, You know, I have always prided myself on being, um, you know, the business coach that kind of helps you go, wait a minute, like you don't look at what everyone else is doing and start to make that like make you nutso and give you compare and despair, and also cause you to start like throwing spaghetti at the wall and doing like all these random things that you see people from the outside doing without really knowing anything about what what's really happening behind the curtain, right? Like Oz, <laughs> Wizard of Oz, right? What's really happening um, in their business? How much money they really are making after expenses and you know all the investments that it might take to do the things that they're doing. Um, like, you don't know the results of things, right? Like, and people put on all kinds of fronts in, especially in, like, the entrepreneurial world and in the coaching business and in the kind of, like, service-based business world. Um, and, you know, and I, I mean, because I think that, like, that's a marketing strategy. I think that, um, that, that people um, associate, you uh, sharing their own personal success, which should be part of your marketing, um, but making that, like, thinking that that's the number one reason why people would work with you, right? And so that is a very, 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 um, I actually think, like, in some ways, like overused business strategy, like I start to unfollow people that just talk about how much money they make. I'm just sort of like, I don't really fucking give a shit how much money you make, to be honest. Um, But I I pride myself on being a voice for you of someone who's going to come in and sort of like be really real and tell it like it is and normalize what it really is to have a business. And I want you to know that business doesn't always only accelerate and, and grow month over month, you know, or even year over year. And that sometimes things do stagnate or stall or slow down, or sometimes even feel like they're going the other way. And when you have this experience, right? Or I have this experience or other people have this experience it's really really important to know that it's not a sign that all is lost or that you're a failure or that you should shut your business down or that you shouldn't have it right and that's what I was saying before about uh, if you were alone and not hearing from someone who is has a, a business or is in you know has their kind of finger on the pulse of like what other um, you know, successful business owners are also experiencing or saying, right, which is this is why it's so important to be in like the right communities, right? Like, and I, so I'm not just gonna say community because I know that it's possible to think that you're in a community if you're in like some gigantic Facebook group with thousands of people in it. That's not a community, all right? I'm just gonna tell you <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. Being inside of a community is being inside of like a more intimate, space, a container, okay, that's more intimate where there's something uniting the people that are in it, right, and whether that's the mentor or the, the leader of that community or, you know, it's a, a a small group of people that have chosen to put themselves together um, because they uh, there's some criteria for, like, what kind of people, what kind of business owners, like, how people are you know, doing business. So, uh, communities are not, I don't consider, like, being part of, like, a, you know, a Facebook group with thousands of people in it, uh, being in a community. I actually think that being inside of community, um, you know, it can start that way, right? It it can, that could be a little bit, but, and then, like, maybe listening to, One, you know, maybe listening to particular people's like podcasts like this. Like I do think of anyone who listens to the show on a super regular basis, maybe every single week or whatever. um, And that also comes to my uh, trainings and my events and all the things that I offer. And then, of course, then enters into any of my programs. You know, I consider you all part of the Passion and Prosperous community. Um, But I think that ultimately... When we're business owners, when we're entrepreneurs, um, and we're just alone, it really fucking sucks. And we must put ourselves inside of community, maybe like a, a handful of community, like small, you know, maybe two or three, whether it's like a, you know, a mini mind, a mastermind, a group program, working with a coach, um, you know, being in some sort of a, of a group, um, I believe that, like, we must, 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 must have that, and for me, uh, you know, I've always done that inside of paid experiences, because I always think that that's where I get the most value, right, so, like, I'm literally right now into, I just joined a new, um, like, kind of, they're call it, they call it a mixer mind, a new mini, like, kind of mixer mind, it's, like, a combo of, like, um, a networking and mastermind with other business owners, but, like, I went to an open house. I looked at who was in it. Um, I know some of the people in it before I decided to invest and pay for that as another community for me to be in, in in 2024. And right now I'm in a mastermind that I joined that just started in October that I'll be in for the next couple of months. So I'm always inside of a community for this reason. And it's why I create community as well. And the reason is, is that having a business, being an entrepreneur, there are ups and downs. There are times when things that used to work don't work anymore or where, you know, your entire year, okay, and this is what happened to me in 2023, and and I'm not the only one. This happened to a lot of other um, people that I know, colleagues that I know, as well as for some of my clients, that- It may even be that a year where you thought you were gonna, like, you know, just keep growing, like making more money than you did the year before, or having more this or more that, that it, you know, you may discover that that didn't happen. And I think that the reason why this topic came up for me uh, to record right now, which is, you know, I'm recording this episode, mid-November, 2023, like right before the Thanksgiving holiday, is that we're like in the runway, right? To the end of 2023. And I think that this is a time that a lot of people are like kind of looking at their revenue for the year, you know, so far. I mean, it ain't over till it's over, right? But like looking at how much money they made this year and how much they're projected maybe to make in the next couple of weeks. And, you know, comparing that to last year, Um, or even just having tried a couple of um, strategies in the second half of the year, we'll say, right, Um, that have worked before and just didn't yield um, the same kind of results, like from workshops or masterclasses or challenges or just what you're doing, right, feels like maybe it's just not working as successfully as it even did in the first half of the year. And what I know is when that happens, if it happens, it, doesn't feel good if you are in a bubble thinking that you're the only one or that it's you or that it means that your business is, you know, going under. So what I wanted to talk about today was kind of like, first of all, presents us all to the reality of that if you're having that experience that, first of all, you're definitely not the only one and, you know, I'm not here to say that, like, oh, it's a bad time, you know, in the world, the economy, blah, blah, blah. That all is actually always true. You've heard me say this before, that, like, there's always going to be shit going on in the, in the world, as well as that there's always going to be shit or just stuff going on in life, right? And so that's always going to be there. Like, that is a constant. There's always going to be things happening. Um, And do those things impact or influence like our business or how we're showing up or how we're feeling or, or maybe even just like the general energy of, you know, like our of our clients, our audience, our consumers? Yeah, it does. But none of that, none of that points toward that you should shut your business down or that you can't have a business. And neither does like discovering that things are no longer working the way they used to, or that things don't feel the same, or that things don't feel as good. So one of the things that I talk about, you know, all the time, and I try to talk about this a lot in my programs and a lot with my clients and everything, is I use the word evolving, right? I'm very often... When I am you know talking to uh, you know someone about what we're talking about and and again, like I have to remind myself of these of these things too. I'm gonna to tell you a little bit more in a little in a little bit about just like kind of like my experience of twenty twenty three right and what i'm what I'm doing about it or what I did about it um, but when but when I talk to people, when I talk to my clients, when I teach, when I have events like My mission is to help you to have the mindset, whether it's a reframe or just like a way of thinking about being an entrepreneur or being in business or whatever. I try to make sure that you always remember that this is a constant evolution. That there's literally no way that, you know, all of a sudden things were working, they were going great, they were, you know, you thought you had it figured out, systems, that you'd used even just a couple of months ago, um, that you know were yielding great results for you. That like all of a sudden they're not anymore. That you know that that is not all of a sudden a sign that like you have to break it all down and start over. That like you're going backwards. That it's back to the drawing board. Like I really try to like take those phrases out of people's language. Um, that the mindset is needs to always be. Of curiosity of like, I wonder what, I wonder why it's no longer doing what it was doing, or I wonder why um, things are not, you know, necessarily working out right now the way I thought they were, or not feeling the way that I thought, and then being really interested in what that means you need to do next, like in what change you need to make, or what different action you need to take, or... Maybe it's even inner work. Maybe it's like something that you need to do with your own mindset. And I think that listening to the show, if you've listened before, if this isn't your first episode, I think that you know that I am definitely not in the business of making everything seem like it's your mindset. I think that a lot of being able to have what you want, have the passion and prosperous life and business that you want, be successful, um, you know, put yourself out there, make money. Um, you know, I believe that so much of that is mindset work, but I don't think that it's just waking up every day and just like saying, I, you know, make millions of dollars. I mean, I think that could be part of it. But I think that with the inner work that I'm referencing right now, it's also just like really training your yourself to know how to think about your business so that you're not thinking the wrong things, right? And no successful business owner, especially, you know, especially, I don't think at any time of your business, but especially in the first couple of years, I don't think that any successful person would say to you, you know, in the first few years of your business, if something was working and then it's not, then, you know, then you should you know, throw in the towel or make it mean something about about you or whatever. I think any business owner is gonna say, we're in a constant inquiry about like what do I need to be doing in order to like keep on up leveling or keep on growing or keep on what is there to learn about what's happening or my recent experience so that I can collect that information and that data and then ask myself where in the system or the process or you know the actions that I'm taking where where does do I need more refinement, or where do I need to change or adjust? So one of the things that's been happening for a couple of my clients is that in this experience of things feeling like they kind of slowed down a little, plateaued, um, you know, not getting as many discovery calls, not getting as much interest, um, not you know not creating as many new clients as they would like, not making as much money. Um, you know, in a quarter or whatever as they would like. Uh, With a lot of those clients, one of the things that I can see, right, and that like we're in conversation about right now is that they have been in a process of like kind of seeing who they're attracting, like who's, who's coming onto their email list, who's following them on social media, who's coming to a workshop or an event or whatever. And we're discovering that like, it's not really the ideal people for their offer. Like, it's not really the ideal people who would be the ones ready and needing to invest in paying for something. And when we analyze and look at the that, right, what we're discovering, and this is actually happening with like a number of my clients, is two things. Is that for some of them, they... Have still been resistant to going deeper with their niche and really clarifying their niche um, and doing and and really really like narrowing instead of being really concerned with like with keeping things again no one that works with me is you know is literally permitted to be like super broad with like no niche but You know, if there's a lot of pushback from somebody about, like, how far they're willing to go in terms of, like, getting really specific about who they work with, there's only so far I can push people to go. But then what happens is if they're not willing to go where they need to go, they get to a point where they feel like I'm putting so much out there, I'm posting on social media, I'm, you know, trying to find clients, I'm trying to be visible, and it's not working. And when that happens, it's almost always that they still need to go deeper with their niche and their messaging. That's first of all. And with some of my clients, it's that they're realizing that they want their niche and their message to be different. And that is actually coming out of the, them putting themselves out there, you know, talking their talk and seeing what it's yielding. And we can only know if we want to evolve our niche or our messaging or even our offer or program or like the things that we're creating, whether it's lead magnets, workshops, masterclasses, whatever it is that we're doing to move people along the yellow brick road, right? So just a reminder for those of you who are um, maybe newer or you know haven't heard every episode, What I teach, right, in the Passion and Prosperous Academy, like, the way that I help uh, coaches and and, and entrepreneurs and teachers really, like, kind of mentally, you know, understand what they need to do for their business is we call it the Yellow Brick Road, you know, system. And what it is is that, like, the Yellow Brick Road, you know, we basically uh, say this is a six pillars, right, um, of the work that we do and the yellow brick road is the client pathway. So in the pillars that of, of the work that we do, how I teach, like how I try to break everything down to be like really sensible and simple and understandable so that like you can literally integrate into your cells like what, you, what your business is, like what you need to do to have a business is first of all, the first pillar is evolve, which is the mindset work. But it's not like you have to do all this mindset work first before you can have a business it's an understanding that in order to be successful, you have to do mindset work every single day. You have to wake up every day and do shit with your human brain, right? We have a million episodes on this. And then, and the next pillar is build and that's the foundation that's like what's under the yellow brick road right what it's made up of and that's your niche and your signature system or your proprietary you know way that you do your the work with your clients or like you know your your transformation that you provide the client journey that that you take people on and your mission right like your why and your passion like all of that is like under the road And then the road is the client journey. And that is like what you do to attract people to you. So that's like social media and lead magnets and networking and talking about what you do and being visible and getting out in the world. And then there's the serve part of your system, which is like what you do when people come onto your yellow brick road, but maybe they're not like ready to work with you. Maybe they need a little bit of like coaxing and and they need a little nurturing, and they need to like kind of get to know you as an expert, and why. And so that's like where we put out things like this podcast or our, our email list. You know what we what we write on that, and 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 what we email people about, and the workshops or the you know experiential events that we create that give people an opportunity to you know get some value from us, to have an experience, and then the convert, right? Uh, pillar is all about having offers that are like so aligned with what you do and who you help that like when people are on your yellow brick road they're the right people to end up paying you for something and then the final pillar is what I call prosper and prosper is it's like an it's like an integration embodiment pillar where you're owning what you do and your expertise to the point where you're able to go out and speak on it. You're able to, you know, um, you know, create content that, like, is really establishing your authority and establishing you as an expert. It's where you really know how to talk about what you do uh, in a way that makes you, you know, a candidate for interviews to maybe be on other people's podcasts and, you know, and create your own things like write a book or, you know, um, yeah, whatever. Prospering, really feeling that your whole life is being enriched by the fact that you get to do the work that you do and that you're like a voice and that you are confident and visible. The reason why I walked you through all that is because the beauty of the that system, of my pillars and the Yellow Brick Road system, is that it gives me and my clients and anyone who works with me um, a way of having a, like a, a something to look at where do we maybe need to make adjustments or where in that whole, in, in, in those pillars or in that framework or in that system of client attraction and creating clients might I need to make some changes or some adjustments. So when we feel that our business, you know, isn't like, is stagnant or feels plateaued or feels slow or feels like we're not getting what we want, we need to be able to assess why and where. And it doesn't always mean that like it that it's a, a failure or that it or that you did something wrong or that you're doing something wrong. Sometimes, and what I was saying before I went through the pillar system with you, my pillar system, was that. Sometimes it's literally that, like, we are being – we're becoming different. We're getting more clarity um, on, you know, who we help or on our message or on the things that we really want to say, right? Or we might be feeling like we want it to be different than it was, and that's okay, right? Like, sometimes over the first few years even of business – your your niche and your message and, you know, what you're really, like, here to do, like, it evolves because you can't really get the level of clarity that you want and need until you're actually in it. Like, until you're actually creating content, putting stuff out there, seeing what lands, seeing who you're attracting, seeing who's coming through the pipeline. And when you can assess, like, where in that system are things dropping off or no longer working, then you can proactively start to figure out what to do, like how to adjust, how to improve, how to change, how to make things better. Changing things, up-leveling things, getting more clear, uh, realizing that you actually think something different or that you weren't saying it in the perfect way or that you weren't calling in the exact right people who wanna pay for your services. If you see all of that, as, I don't think I can do this anymore, you know, I'm, I I can't handle it, maybe I'm not cut out for this, you know, like, if that's your experience, then one thing I can tell you is, like, okay, then maybe, then maybe it's true, like, I'm not going to tell you that it's not, that it's not true, if it is true for you, that you just don't want to actually, that you didn't know, right, you might say to me, Stacy, When I decided to like start my business, I didn't know that there was going to be a a chance that things would go well and then not, or that I would need to like adjust or, you know, I don't love the word pivot because I think it got like way overused during the pandemic, but this is a good use for it. Pivot. Um, you know, have to kind of like scratch something and and you know like kind of scrap something and you know and and make a new thing, you know, or like you know invest a lot of time and energy and money even in in creating something a lead magnet or some sort of a you know a thing and then re- realize yeah it just wasn't the right thing it just didn't go well like if you're gonna say to me Stacy I didn't realize that those are the things that happen in business and i'm not that's not for me then that's one thing maybe i'll try to coach you around it cuz sometimes my clients do get really discouraged and really defeated and then we coach around it and they're able to feel better and they're able to like get, have their resilience and you know and and go okay and redirect and get back into it and create the new thing or do the you know whatever But if you, you know, if you're like, I'm not interested in that, I don't want that, then that might be a problem for sure, like for you to have a business, right? Because because I actually know for a fact that business ebbs and flows, has ups and downs, um, goes through periods of time that don't feel very good. And, you know, it happens to me, and what I can tell you is, this is the number one reason why I'm never without a coach and, and, and or community, but never without my one-on-one coach, you know, uh, because I would literally never want to be having that experience without my mentor or someone to talk to me, right? Like someone that I can talk to um, because it feels horrible. So I'm just going to like tell you that um, that in that for 2023 – I had a major change in my business, right? So all the way up from 2018, when I started my business until 2022, um, you know, I uh, worked one-on-one with people. And I had a group program that was called Out of Overwhelm and Into Action. And um, I ran it six times. Now, it was not like the Academy. The Academy is an ongoing program that when you join, you join for a year at a time, right? We actually have a lot of members in the Academy that have just renewed for their second year. Um, But the Academy is an always available program. And that's how I evolved my business over the course of the years from doing Out of Overwhelm and Into Action as a group program that was not open enrollment like that it wasn't available all the time it had a specific start and end date it started out as 10 weeks then it was three months then it was five months and I ran it twice in each of those you know containers so twice as 10 weeks twice as um twice as uh uh, three months and twice as five months and because I did that and I like watched and really saw like the success and you know the outcomes or like what was needed or what people really needed. I every time I did the program I made it better, I evolved it. Um and ultimately really in my bones knew that what really that for me to serve at the highest level for me to know that i was giving the most and best value for me to know that i was supporting people you know at the at their at the highest level to help them get the outcomes that they need that this program being a solid year where there was time and handholding and you know doing business together like literally you having like like a coach and a community doing in your business with you, like as you're doing your business, um, was the best possible thing. Right. And so, um, in 2022, I only offered out of overwhelm once because doing a five month program twice in one year where you have to launch it two different times, onboard people, whatever. I just knew that that was not the year I wanted to have. So in 2022, I did my Out of Overwhelm once, right? And then I also, um, uh, you know, had my one-on-one clients and did uh, some other smaller, you know, I I did a course called Prosper, which was amazing. Um, You know, so, uh, and I did a couple of like, um, you know, all my usual trainings and workshops and whatever. Um, And then uh, the Academy just started in 2023, Now, I had never had a one-year program that is just always available before. And in my experience, one of the other reasons why I made the Academy what it is was because in 2022 and previous years, not just 2022, but all of the other years, whenever we would be doing the Out of Overwhelm program, like we'd be in it, I would inevitably get messages from people saying, oh, no, I wish I had known about Out of Overwhelm. Before it started, because I really wanted to be in it. And then especially when I started the podcast right back in 2021, I would get messages like that from people who were listening, you know, to an episode that, you know, I had made Before, like, the cohort of Out of Overwhelm was starting and promoting the program, because you know that's a smart thing to do. And they would be listening to the episode, you know, months later, and then message me and say, Will you please let me know when the next round of Out of Overwhelm is? I really want to wish I had known about it, I'm really bummed. And all of that made me feel confident that starting the academy as a one-year program that you could join at any time, that that would actually solve that problem for me, right? Because I was getting people reaching out to me in between, you know, like kind of when there wasn't a program available saying that they wish there was. So I start the Academy in 2023, but I've never had a program like this before. And therefore, I put together a strategy for my year, right, of like, what I do, how I do my business, right? How do I attract and um, get people into my programs? Well, I do free events. I do what we call event stacks where I do like a couple of things that build, that like build in their robustness. And I, you know, people tend to, the same group of people will sort of like come to those things. And then over that period of time, they get really like, they get it, they get me, they get really connected to the work that's possible, and then I offer my program, and they register, and that is a strategy that has worked for me many, many times, and so I put that strategy in place this year, but I didn't put it in, like, as for as many times as now I know I would have liked to have right so because I was relying on that last year I had those people reaching out to me in between my event launches and stuff like that and that was you know I assumed that if I had that same thing happening then I do my sort of like more robust event you know times where I really like talked about the program but that in between between the podcast listeners and people on my email list and whatever, that I'd get other enrollment. Well, this year, that didn't happen as much. And all of the enrollment into the academy, pretty much, like I would say 90% of the enrollment came from big events where I offered the academy. And I didn't do as many of those as now, in hindsight, I can go, hmm, for next year, I will be doing it differently. So the reality for me is that because I made some changes to my business model this year, I actually did not make as much money, like more, I thought I was gonna make more money than I did last year. And that was my goal. My business goal was that this year I was gonna do X amount of dollars um, more than I did last year. And as we're approaching the end of the year, um, and even before we were approaching the end of the year, just like as my year was going, I was, you know, like really seeing, huh, I don't know that I'm going to be able to, I'm not going to reach the goal that I set. And it's because I had a new business model this year and I did my best. I was strategic and I did what I thought was was good, but I couldn't have known that I really need to do or change without having that experience of having this year. And I've now mapped out my 2024, um, and you know I'm doing things differently next year. And also I made some other investments like in the last few months, right? I mentioned um, uh, earlier in the episode, right? Like some new things that I was doing, and I made some significant investments in myself and in my business toward the second half of the year because I was starting to see a trend of like where things felt a little bit more difficult or where things weren't working the same way they had in the past and knowing that I need to do them differently. So I wanted to share that with you because I you know I and and I know a lot of other multiple 6 and 7 figure entrepreneurs because that's the kind of like you know colleagues that I try to surround myself with because it is really important to be in community with people that are around the same place or level as you in your business and beyond right it's always important to be with people who are further along than you, and that's your inner work and your mindset work, which is how to be in community with people that are further along or that are maybe having more of what you want. Maybe they're making more money or having more clients, or maybe it seems like their business systems have kind of fallen into place, you know, and they're, they seem to be like really like at another level. It's important to be in community with people like that for yourself So that you always have like people that, but again, not like strangers that you're looking at from a distance as if you're looking through a window at them and making up stories or only seeing what they're putting outside the window. But that's why it's important to be inside of paid communities where the people that you're in that community with, that you're actually in a container with them, building relationships, building trust building connection so that then they want to share with you. They want to say, yeah, this is what I did and that it really worked or that you can go to them and say, hey, this isn't working for me. What do you think, right? So you need a coach, you need a mentor and you need a community. You need all of those layers, right? In order to really, and it needs to feel intentional An intentional community, not a random, like thousands of people in a Facebook group, Right. Um, because that is just too willy-nilly. It's just too vague. And you have no idea who's giving you their bad advice. I'm in Facebook groups, and I will see people posting something in a Facebook group, and then the comments are from people who are not successful or who don't have, you know, enough um, uh, experience. I don't want to say not successful. That was shitty. I'm going to take that back. It's not about them not being successful. It's about them not having the enough experience to be the ones to like give you feedback or advice. And what you want is to be in a community where the people that you are like that are that you're looking at and watching or talking to are willing that like that you can see that they're having certain levels of success and they're willing to be transparent and they're willing to talk about it even if it's not directly to you. That's what the power of being inside of a group, um, you know, program like in the Academy, I know that so many of the people in the Academy feel that our group coaching calls, even if they don't have something on that day, they're like, you know what? I don't need my own coaching today. They come to the call because inevitably they get so much out of hearing what everyone else wants to talk about and hearing everyone else's coaching that, that often that's enough for them, right? And they got to like hear things that they didn't even realize they needed to hear. And I have that experience all the time in the programs that I'm in, right? And then of course we all need our one-to-one. So I always have my own coach and in the academy you also get one-on-one. So it's like it's like you need it all in order to survive. As, a, as an entrepreneur, as a coach, as a, as a service-based business owner, as a teacher, as someone who's out there really wanting to make money by having clients and students that, you know, that want to work with you and that want your offers and your services, um, it's not easy to do it. And it is an ongoing, evolving thing. Your business is living, breathing, and evolving. There's never going to be a time that everything feels perfect, like for forever, right? You might hit these sweet spots where you're like, ooh, yeah, everything is great right now. But then because it's nat—it's nature, it's natural for there to be an ebb and flow, for there to be a high and low, for shit to happen, you know, um, and even, and now I'm going to talk about the, you know, your industries things do change in our industries where what was working before is no longer working. So like, for example, more than ever right now in our field, in, in what all of us do, where we're like these, you know, heart-centered, working directly with people, um, uh, coaches and, and service providers and entrepreneurs and transformational experts and teachers and whatever, it is true that that more than ever before, You need to stand out with your unique message. You need to have so much confidence in what you do. And you need to be authentic and visible. And you need to give people a chance to, like, really see what you can do for them. And you need to be vocal. And you need to be, like, really putting yourself out there. And you need to be building relationships. And, like, people want authenticity people want like to know that what they're investing in is really going to help them and it's just you know like is there a greater need like is there an increased demand for us all of us to like to really set ourselves apart and to tell people why we are the person that they should work with yeah, there is. It's there's, Because there's so many, because of the internet, <laughs> which we know has been around forever, but in the last few years, obviously the pandemic contributed to this. People are using the online space to attract clients and make money that never even were doing anything like that before the pandemic, right? People have caught on to how visible You can be, and how much they can put themselves out there and get and attract people with the power of social media. That now everyone and their mother is doing it. Now, does that mean that everyone and their mother is awesome at what they do, or really high level, or or really offering like you know top notch services? Um, I call it exceptional experiences. Is everyone out there really like doing? like the work they say that they can do? Is everyone great at it? No, they're not. But unfortunately, there's no vetting of that. Unfortunately, there's no way to control that. There's very little control. And so when we are experiencing our own plateau, our own slowdown, our own feeling like, huh, I wonder why my same old message or my same old, you know, way that I was saying things, or the same old way that I was calling people in before isn't working, or why I'm not feeling like anything is kind of like happening for me. Here's what I'm going to tell you: You can either decide that that means that it's about you and your failure, and even though all of these other people are managing to have businesses and make money, that you're the exception, and that you can't. You can either go that route, or you can go the route of I'm exhausted tired defeated and I don't want to do this I just want to go get a job or you can go the route of I'm gonna like I'm gonna step up I'm gonna look at where where are things not happening the way I want them to you're gonna have a mentor or a coach and you're gonna look at the process and you're gonna go well um, this is what I'm doing to attract people I'm posting on social I'm talking at networking I'm putting out a lead magnet. I'm doing these things and, and I'm getting people to like respond to that. Okay, great. So they're on your yellow brick road. So then we have to look at, so then what? So why aren't they, what are they saying yes to doing? Are they coming to your workshops? Are they coming to your, to the things that you're offering for free? Right. And then we have to go oh, they are, okay, terrific, then we have to look at, okay, and then after that, are they still hanging around, are they they booking a call, are they like working with you, and if the answer to that is like no, then we get to figure out why, is it that you're not attracting the right people, is it that you're not saying the right things, is it that you actually don't know how to move those people from your free shit into your paid, is it that you don't know how to make an offer? Is it that you're not doing follow-up, um, right? So it all can be assessed. We could literally look at, like, who's opening your emails. We can literally, like, we can look at every single, there is so much data that we can collect every step of the way of your client attraction system, of your client conversion system, all the way up to your offer, right, from Who you're attracting with what, your message, your niche, your clarity, your content, and then what you're doing with them, and then how you're talking to them, and then what your offers are, and how confident you are on conversations. All of that can be looked at, and all of it can be tweaked, adjusted, changed. Even the strategy, the whole overall strategy, like I just told you I'm doing for next year, But sometimes that is what happens in business is that you have to do things a different way. And it feels like shitty if there's a period of time where you're not making the money or the clients aren't coming through and it can feel really defeating and it can feel scary and terrifying. And I've had this experience. And what's interesting is you have to realize that like that you know, even though, and I just, this could be in my head, just so you know what I'm about to say, but sometimes I think, oh, when I talk about this, you know, people are thinking, yeah, but Stacy, like, you have lots of clients, and you have an academy that people are in, so clearly you're making money, but at any stage of your business, whether you have, like, two clients or none, or you have an academy with people in it and one-on-one clients and whatever, you're still every stage of business requires a certain amount of clients and money in order to keep on keeping on. Right? So just because I have clients and, and make money, I have way bigger expenses than my than my clients who are have less real you know, clients right now and are making less money. And that's because I'm at a different phase of business and I'm making it requires different levels of investing. Things cost more money. Um You know, I spent more money on my business and in my business in 2023 than I did in 2022, but I didn't necessarily make a lot more money. And so that changes your profit margins. So these are all things that you have to think about in terms of like the big picture of what it really means to run and own your own business. And when you're someone else's employee and you're getting a paycheck – Whoever is paying that paycheck has the same problems that we're talking about right now. And that's why people get furloughed and laid off and fired. So the good news is when you have your own business, you have so much more control over figuring out how can I make more money? What do I need to change? What would I like to do differently in order to get a different outcome? And sometimes it's as simple as that you're not actually making as many offers as you need to be making that you know if you're hiding out if you're playing small if you're scared of being salesy if you've got tons of limiting beliefs about how visible you can be or that you know that people are sick of you or that you're contributing to the noise or there's already so many people that do the same thing as you um or if you're not coming out with messaging that's like specific to you if you're not using your unique voice if you don't know your special sauce like all of those things have to be looked at. And you have to be willing to look at it without making meaning of it. You have to be willing to look at it without, like, thinking, but I'm not this. I'm not that. I can't do this. I can't do this. You have to be resilient, right? So it's like if you're not going to choose I'm going to give up on my business and throw in the towel, right, Um, then the other choice is I'm going to be resilient and I'm going to, like, And I'm going to figure out whatever I need to do in order to, you know, make this work. Now, uh, you know, I have an episode about going all in, right? About, like, what it really means to go all in. And in that episode, I talk about the fact that, like, that for the first X amount of time in your business, it is very possible that you need to have a variety of ways that you make money, while you're while you're growing the thing that you want, all the money to come from. And I was just telling this story the other day. In my master, I have a mastermind, so I have the um, Passion and Prosperous Academy, and then I also have a another uh, group, which is of my like I have one on one clients, and they're in a small group mastermind. So I essentially run two, you know, groups. And in my mastermind, I was talking about this very thing, which is that I was reminding my clients that for the first two years of my coaching business, until I was making well over six figures in my coaching business, I was still teaching yoga. I was still working one-on-one with people and teaching in a teacher training at the studio that I had formerly been an owner at and teaching classes there because I wanted and needed to continue making money in a way that I knew that I knew was going to be like there and consistent because I had been building that up for 17 years, you know, or whatever. Um, while I was growing my coaching business, had I quit everything and only been doing my coaching business, I would have. I don't. I wouldn't have been able to do it. So, you know, when you're in the first few years of your business, like. It is very, very important that you recognize that like if you decided to only make your money from the business, then that was a choice that you made. And therefore, if that's the truth, like if that's the case, like if I have clients that are, you know, only doing their coaching business or only doing their service based business or only, you know, whatever it is that they do, then we are constantly having to talk about. What is going to be the fastest way for you to create your next client? How can we get the next person to say yes to paying you? And that's why having your offer be a signature high-ticket offer is so important. Because if you are trying to build a business with small offers, with lower amounts of money, you're constantly going to be in that struggle, fear-based place of, of needing more and more and more clients all the time. When you have a high ticket signature offer, one client, you know, again, I'm not saying you want one client every six months, but like at least a new client, maybe you don't get a new client every day and new, these people out here who are making you think that it's easy to get a bazillion high ticket clients, one-on-one clients, like a week or something. Again, that's one of the things that I feel like I'm here to debunk. Okay. Like, unless you've got a huge audience and a huge automated funnel okay, that costs money. If you're doing things organically, you know, maybe you can get to a point where your messaging and your social media game are so fucking unbelievable that you just make a carousel post and you've got people DMing you and asking how to work with you. I would love that for you. I would even love it for me, but it's just not my energy. It's like not I am like, I can't even force myself to do it. Like, I just that's just not how I think. It's not like how I post on social, but there are people that claim that that works for them, right? I can help you to do that, meaning, like, all you have to know is your message (laughs) and like your point of view and your offer. And if making carousels is something you enjoy doing, then you can put your offer out that way, right? So, we all have to know how to get our offer and our message in front of our ideal clients, right? Our people. And when you feel that things are stagnant or going backwards or not working anymore, you get to ask yourself, so what would I like to change? What do I need to change in my process? is it what i'm saying, is it who i'm talking to, is it my offer, is it how frequently i'm making myself visible, is it where i'm going, is it where i'm hanging out? And when i say hanging out, i mean both in person and online. Depending on like where you what you like to do more of. Right? One of the reasons why i have made some of the significant investments that i made this year was to put myself into some communities that i thought would be more aligned for me in terms of who, who I want to rub shoulders with in terms of my colleagues, like who do I want to build relationships with so that I can start having more cross-promotion, right, where like I like will share someone else with my audience and vice versa because that is a very, 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 very good strategy for how to bring more people onto your yellow brick road. But in order to do that, you have to build relationships and that takes an investment of time and energy and sometimes money. And sometimes when I say that to my clients, it's like it gets daunting and overwhelming for them and I understand that because I feel daunted and overwhelmed by it sometimes too because it's a longer play, it's not immediate. But it's the bricks that we lay down as the foundation in our businesses knowing that if if we're committed to the business and if we're committed to doing this, if this is what you know you want, your business to be, if you know you want your passion and prosperous life and business to be you waking up every day doing this thing, then you have to realize that it may take years for you to get it to where you want it to be, right? In terms of like those those foundational bricks in place that allow you to like, you know, do it the way you want. Because because posting solo on social media is one strategy and if you're not, like, going to, like, really lean into that, like, and become incredible at it, then you need to put other strategies in place as well, which is really what I teach. Right? And so most of the people that come into the academy are not people that want to only use social media as their number one business strategy. They don't love social media enough to want to do that. And that's okay. Okay. It's just that we have to keep thinking about then what are we going to do in addition, not instead of. Because I I know a few people that have businesses that actually don't use social media at all, um, but very few (laughs) of them. Um, And they're, they're people that like just were able somehow to build like completely referral-based businesses or they just go out and go, they're out in the world all the time talking to people. So it's like, it's like one or the other, right? And, or a hybrid and I'm the hybrid. Like I want, I want the hybrid, you know? So, um. okay. So that's what I wanted to come in and talk about today. I wanted to come in and talk about how important it is to, like have the right mindset about ev- evolving in your business rather than like looking at any time that things are not going the way that you thought they were going to or where your results change or where things are no longer working the way they were. I'm here to tell you that that is going to happen. Whether it's an inner alignment thing that needs to be up-leveled like more aligned with like what you're offering and who you are and how you're evolving and how your message is evolving or the fact that like the world and industries do change and it doesn't mean that like it's all burning down or that like there can't be any more business but it sometimes means that you have to try things a different way it may be that there's more demand on you like changing your offers a little bit or changing the way that like you relate to your audience or changing the frequency of things or changing the way that you invite people to talk to you. Like there's so many possibilities, but you just have to be willing to try different things And maybe you don't want to feel like you're throwing spaghetti at the wall because that sucks or winging it. And that's why we work with our mentors and coaches because instead of going, ah, I don't know what to do. I have to do things differently. We go, okay, let's look at where in your strategy we maybe want to look at something different. And then we collect the data on that, right, which is so important. So it's not that like you go, you lose it, and you start winging it and throwing spaghetti at the wall and freaking out and doing all kinds of haphazard things to change things. It's that you do it strategically based on looking at what what you've been doing and where there's room for shifting, changing, up-leveling, being more visible, changing the message, getting more clear, being more specific, being more you know visible, um, uh, having a changing the offer. Changing the workshop, changing the title, um, like really asking yourself, what do my people want and need right now? What would they say yes to? And then giving it to them. Not dumbing it down, not giving them something for $5, not making, not promising that you can get them the transformation they want when you really, you know, in an offer that you can't, but doing it strategically and mindfully and in integrity and that's what i help people do right is like is is make sure that like when you want to make these curious changes these you want to test and experiment and figure out what do i need to do next then we do it from a thoughtful place and we do it from a place where we look at like well maybe this is what wasn't working and let's try this instead right but it's important that you can be in the mindset of wanting to do that versus looking backwards getting stuck in the past and dwelling in whether or not your outcomes and results are the same as they were like six months ago or a year ago. And I can just, I'm going to end by telling you again, reminder, that I'm here as living proof to tell you that my 2023 did not look the way I thought it was going to. or And I'll just come right out and say it was hoping to. And that's not that the year sucked or failed or that I'm a failure or that my business is going under or whatever, it's that I did something new and different that had, but I mean, I had a different offer, but I used strategies that had been working for me in the past, and they didn't work the same. And so I get to look at what changed and why, and moving forward, try something else that I'm doing based on like, I'm doing being smart about it. I'm being strategic, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is gonna be a better strategy. And that's, I have my whole 2024 mapped out for that. And that's what we do when you work with me. That is how my brain works. That is what I want all of my clients doing. We're not like living day to day in our, I mean, we are living day to day, but we're not taking our business day to day. We're always looking at like the results of the things that we've been doing, the free stuff, the talks, the out, like you have a discovery call, it doesn't convert. Of course, some people are not gonna work with you, but there's almost always an opportunity to say, hey, how can we make your calls better? What can we do differently? Tell me how that call went. I ask my clients so many questions that might even be annoying to them, but like I say, listen, this is the only way I can help you figure out if there was anything about that conversation that you could have done differently so that for the time, right? And that's the benefit and value of working with a coach and a mentor is for that so that you're not just like out there feeling like nothing's working and like you're, you know, sucking and that your business is failing and that you might as well, you know, end it all. Because I don't believe that. I believe that if you're passionate and you really want to have a business doing what you love, doing what you do, that you can. It just takes work and it takes time. And it takes tweaking and evolving and changing and, and the mindset to do that. It's a lot of resilience, a lot of courage, a lot of strength, a lot of picking yourself up, and a lot of giving yourself grace, and a lot of knowing that like sometimes it just is gonna be slow. I had to spend the last three weeks completely recovering from my live event because my cat, Ella, was dying for the weeks leading up to the event, and we put her to sleep right after the event. And my nervous system is not bouncing back as fast as I wish it was, but it's not. In the last couple of weeks, I have not been visible, I have not been posting on social as much, I haven't been as engaged, and I'm letting myself be okay with it. It was a lot for me to keep making episodes of the show during these last few weeks. So I'm doing what I can, and I'm recognizing that, like, this is life. This is business. This is this – is, you can only do what you can do, but you need to be intentional about it. So I'm making a choice to, like, take care of myself. I'm not taking care of myself and then also beating myself up, right? And I'm looking at, like, okay, so if that means that I may not get another client or I may not get this or that – I have to be okay with that because I'm not having the energy to do certain uh, of the activities that would be the more client-getting activities, and I have to be okay with that because life is hard, and there's always something you could do about it, right? All right, so that's the episode for today. Um, I will be doing something in December. I know I keep saying that if you're listening in real time. It's going to come out really soon. I'm just, as I just said, slowly getting my shit back together again, and um, I am here for you. Would you like to join the Passion and Prosperous Academy? We've got a bunch of people that are starting their journey in December 1st, 2023, January 1st, 2024. Um, It is here for you. Book a call with me. Let's talk about it. Or are you already, you know, creating clients and whatever, and do you want to launch your group program? Do you want to do a summit? Do you want to grow your email list? Like, Reach out to me. Let me help you strategize, especially um, let's make your 2024, right, the year that you want it to be. That's what I'm hoping for for me, and that's what I've been working on strategizing for myself, and I will help you do it too. All right. I'm sending you all the love. I will be back in your headphones next week. Bye.